It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Let's go, let's go, let's go. On Giants.com. I like it, I like it, I like it. And the Giants mobile app. Give me some juice. Part of the Giants podcast network. Let's roll. Welcome to another Giants huddle podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York football Giants. My name is John Schmelk. Earlier in the week, you heard from a lot of defensive players in their final day in the building via Madeline Burke. This week, it's going to be the offensive players. A very good set of guys to hear from. We're going to hear from Wondell Robinson, Darius Slayton, Darren Waller, John Michael Schmitz, Jalen Hyatt, and we're going to close things out with the Giants starting left tackle, Andrew Thomas. So a lot of good conversation between the guys in Madeline. Stay tuned for that. But before we get to our first interview, just want to remind you, go subscribe to Draft Season. That's our draft podcast. We're getting you know, heavy into the process right now. Shrine Bowl's coming up. Senior Bowl's coming up. We'll cover all of that. Uh, and, of course, that'll be leaking into the Giants Little Podcast as well. But just search for Draft Season on your favorite podcast platform. Go to Giants.com slash podcast or go to the Giants app and find Draft Season. And, of course, subscribe to Giants Huddle if you haven't. Subscribe to Big Blue Kickoff Live. We're still live every weekday at 1230. And the archive, of course, is on your favorite podcast platform. And for all of our podcasts, go to Apple Podcasts and leave that five-star positive review if you like what you hear. All right, let's get things going. Let's start with Wando Robinson, who had a really good season coming off of ACL surgery, really came on late in the year, was solid throughout. Madeline Burke had a chance to talk to him. All right, Wandale Robinson, second season coming to a close. It took a while to get back on the field, but you really hit a stride late in the year. How do you feel like your game has evolved over the year? Um, I just think once I got healthy, I just kind of got back to myself and um, was able to do a lot of the things that I know I was able to do and um, just look forward to next year and being able to do those things throughout the whole year. You had a lot of like big chunk plays down the field uh, later on in the year. What kind of a, a importance does that bring to this Giants offense and getting this offense going as it did later in the season? Um, I mean, I think it just allows us not to be out there on the field as much. Um, less plays, obviously more points, and um, just continue to go like that. And so um, the less we're out there and uh, just continue to put the ball um, in, the, in the end zone, and that's all that matters. So. Physically, overcoming an ACL injury, that's a tough challenge, especially something to undergo in your rookie year. Mm-hmm. What kind of a mental challenge was that for you, and how did you grow as a person and a player going through that? Sure, I mean, it was definitely tough, especially early on in the year um, after games, struggling, just, um, you know, knees hurting and things like that, and um, learning how to take care of my body and things like that, and um, but just trusting the process and them telling me, you know, you just got to just take time and things like that. So, um, but, yeah. This will be your first healthy offseason in the NFL. How do you plan to approach it? Shoot, head on. Uh, I mean, doing a lot of stuff that I know I, I wasn't able to do last year, um, working my speed, doing a lot of routes and things like that. So um, it'll be nice to have a full offseason. What are your goals for yourself as you continue to grow and evolve as a player in this Giants offense? Um, just continue to do what I can to help this team win and um, make as many plays as I can whenever the ball's in my hands. So. Thanks so much, Wondell. Of course, thank you. Here with Giants wide receiver Darius Slayton. Darius, first of all, congratulations. A career high in receptions, a career high in receiving yards on the season this year. What was clicking for you this year? Um, quarterbacks. You know, feel like um had three different quarterbacks play this year, but all of them came in and did a good job, um, distributing the ball and and running the offense to the best of their ability. And you know, obviously, I was able to make enough plays to have some career highs. That's such an interesting answer because oftentimes when you have three different quarterbacks, it's three different touches, three different types of balls you're catching. But the fact that you were able to click with each of them, what does that say about you know the chemistry you were able to build with these guys? Um, they're just good football players, you know, and I'm a good football player. So they tend to go together. And, um, fortunately for us, you know, we have three talented guys on the roster at the same time. And, 
Um, like I said, they already would come and do a good job and just did my best to, to make plays for all of them. One of the things coming into the 2023 Giants season was an emphasis on getting the ball downfield, getting some of those big chunk plays, the deep ball. We saw that really hit in stride late in the season, and you were on the receiving end of quite a few of those. What was working and what kind of started to click later on in the year when you look back at it? Um, I think we just did a better job of getting them, getting them up, you know. Um, there's always a variety of reasons of why you don't get the ball up sometimes, whether it's the route or protection or maybe, you know, quarterback just sees a read differently, whatever it is. But um, over the last couple weeks, we just kind of did a better job of getting them up in the air. And then we were able to run a few of them down um, for the most part, almost all of them, really, except, you know, maybe one or two that I call back because of penalty. But, um, yeah, we just did a better job of getting them up and executing you know, we asked you this a lot in the beginning of the season, uh, but now what you've seen a season full of game tape from yourself and the wide receiver crew. Who is the fastest wide receiver? <laughs> uh, consistently is definitely Jalen. Um, he definitely has youth and body weight on his uh, <laughs> on his side. Um, but I think if you catch me like five, six weeks of the offseason, catch Paris five weeks of the offseason, rested, you know, I think, think give him room for his money. This is breaking news, Darius Slayton not saying yourself on that. Yeah, I can't. I mean, he gets out there and flies around every single day. I just can't do that. But to give you one shot, I think I'll take him. All you need, all you need. When you look at this offseason ahead going into 2024, how do you approach the offseason? First, um, just try to rest my body, you know, let my body heal. Um, my mind to really, you know, a lot of people say a mental break. I really don't be needing that much of a mental break from football. It's more so just letting my body heal and rest and, and you know, getting prepared for OTAs. Thanks so much for taking the time, Darius, and wishing you a healthy and a happy offseason. Thank you. You love turf. You're good at it. So you start a turf biz. Business grows. Your savings grow. Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? Want a chance to win $10,000 for your small business? Enter to win a Citizen Small Business Community Champion Award by sharing how your company makes a positive impact on your community. Enter at citizensbank.com forward slash business dash champion. Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. I'm Madeline Burke here with Giants tight end Darren Waller. And Darren, your first season as a New York Giant in the books. You had adversity personally and as a team, but how do you look back on it and how do you reflect? Um, reflection for me, look at everything from an objective point of view, um, see what can be learned, uh, what can be built upon. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, just give myself love, give my teammates love for what we put ourselves through for the season. You know, the results weren't what they wanted to be, but. As human beings, we put ourselves through war, put ourselves through long days, uh, a lot of pain. So got to be able to celebrate ourselves and stop and then, you know, pivot and be like, OK, what um, what can we take in the next year? You mentioned what can be learned, what can be built upon. What are some of those things that you're looking at and focusing on in this offseason? Um, yeah, no, for a personal standpoint, it's uh, still uh, trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way for me to be on the field as much as possible. Um, and uh, just continuing to evolve my game, continuing to have a routine to, for how to take care of my body because I'm getting up there as far as football standards and age and stuff. So you got to continue to uh, tweak your plan and be open to things, talk to guys that have been in the league a long time and figure out what do they do. Um, but team-wise, I mean, offensively, I feel like we obviously have a lot of playmakers. Mm -hmm. How do we continue to get people to be fed um, and just to continue to progress on the little spurts and flashes that we've shown of how good we can be? And uh, that just comes day by day. Personally, going through injury like that, 
you know, it's got to be such a mental challenge to overcome as well. How do you navigate that during the season? Um, it starts with just the relationship you have with yourself, how you talk to yourself, because a lot of times you can associate you being injured as you being a failure. And uh, it's, a it's a tough uh, hole to dig yourself out of when you think of it that way. But it's really just like, what is this teaching me? Um, and how is this going to make me stronger? How is this going to make me you know, more humble? How is this going to give me a better perspective for when I am on the field and appreciating it more and just attacking the rehab? Because how you do something is how you do everything. So just try to keep that mindset. Giants GM Joe Shane said at his postseason media availability that knowing what he knows now, no matter how much you were injured this season, he'd do that trade again in a heartbeat because of what you bring to this team on and off the field. How does it feel to know that you have that kind of an impact on, on this organization? Uh, I appreciate that. That means a lot because I try to be conscious of, you know, the energy that I radiate and how I talk to people, how I interact with people around here and uh, try to do so in a way that's empowering to them. And so for people to recognize that, that means a lot. When you go into this offseason, what are your personal goals? How do you attack this offseason and, and get prepared for 2024? Um, the first attack is to rest um, and to, you know, reflect, like you said, and uh, to do things that I enjoy, do things that energize me, and then um, get back to training, um, not go too hard out the gate, uh, but also not sit on my ass, but, you know, find that right balance. Um, make sure uh, guys are doing the same and just stay connected with them and, uh, you know, allow the journey to commence from there. Yeah. Balance is key, right? But I mean, when you talk about some of those things that you enjoy, what are some of those things that, that bring you joy? Um, I make music, so I'll have a lot of new stuff dropping. Uh, I'll wait until the season ended to get that rolling. Um, I want to go see a lot of national parks, do some traveling, so I want to do things like that. Um, you know, just use my voice more, speaking, uh, doing more foundation things like that. So a lot of things that I enjoy that I'll be getting into. Love that, love that. Darren Waller, thanks so much for taking the time today. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thank you. I'm here with Giants center John Michael Schmitz. When you look back at your rookie season with the Giants, what do you think you're going to remember the most? Yeah, I mean, just how this team came together uh, through uh, through some hard times. I mean, uh, especially the O-line room. I mean, we dealt with a lot of adversity and um, with guys being out um, and um, just, just, just guys coming together and uh, a lot of things that didn't go our way, but everyone just kept fighting, uh, keep their head down and kept grinding and um, uh, just moved on to the next game, next play, and just kept competing. Obviously, it wasn't the season that we wanted it to be. Uh, a little disappointed with that, but uh, excited where this uh, team's vision is and uh, where we're going to be headed. So, now Coming into this season, there's a lot of emphasis on the the chemistry between the quarterback and the center, right? But, you know, due to injury and whatnot, you had three different quarterbacks this season. How did you maintain that chemistry and that continuity with all the changes? Yeah, I mean, it just, um, honestly, it just comes down to their cadence. And um, just, and honestly, it's not even only me, but it's it's, it's the whole line in general. I mean, you got to have, uh, be on right with their cadence. And it just could be just how they uh, see things a little different than, uh, uh, another quarterback may have. So, I mean, it was uh, um, obviously a change, but uh, uh, very doable and um, just excited to get those guys healthy this offseason and uh, ready to regroup. So You mentioned, too, a lot of change and turnover, not just there, but in the offensive line group as a whole. Midway through the season, though, the Giants picked up a, a familiar face around here, and Justin Pugh yeah. came straight off the couch for Sunday <laughs> night football. Uh, what did he add to this group? It seemed like he provided a bit of a veteran spark. Yeah, I mean, you just hit it right there. The veteran spark, someone to like look up to if we needed answers, not only, not only on the field, but off the field. Um, and uh, just his energy and then just uh, his uh, uh, his camaraderie, the 
connectivity he brought uh, to this old line room and uh, it, it was great. It was a great passion he has for uh, for the game. So. People talk a lot about how important it is for an offensive line unit to be just that a unit and have so much kind of consistency between each other. How important is that that friendship and that bond between the group? Very important. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we're the only uh, group that, uh, uh, I mean, five guys have to play as one. And you have to see the same thing as uh, uh, everyone else is seeing or else we're not going to have success at the end of the day. So everyone has to do their job. Um, and usually, uh, if one person doesn't do their job, I mean, it, the play's going to get blown up or something's going to happen. So just making sure, um, like I said, we're all on the same page. Now, this will be your first offseason as a pro, and obviously the first one where it's not quite as busy as last year, preparing for the draft and whatnot. Yeah. How do you approach this offseason, and what are your priorities? Yeah, um, take some time to reflect. Uh, and uh, reflect on this uh, season and uh, just kind of watch watch the games all over again. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of plays I wish I had back and uh, wish you could do better. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, um, maybe just take some time and uh, write down what our, the goals for the next season are going to be and um, and just spend time with family and friends and, and just get ready for this uh, next season. Train your ass off. So. Is there a point of growth that you see in yourself that you think this is where I got so much better this year? Um, honestly, it's just uh, throughout each week, um, uh, can just throughout each week, learning and growing each and every day. Um, just continue to get that growth factor, and uh, yeah, just take it one game at a time mentality. Well, John Michael Schmitz, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with citizens, so go to that retreat. New you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? I'm here with Giants wide receiver Jalen Hyatt. Jalen, when you look back and reflect on your rookie season, the 2023 season, what are you going to remember the most? Uh, I think just the, the memories, you know, with my brothers, um, it's locker room. Uh, you know, obviously it's going to be a little different next year. Um, a lot of guys going to be leaving. So uh, just just really memories, you know, with a lot of guys that I met, um, you know, throughout my rookie season. Um, but uh, I say relationships, uh, memories, and um, obviously going out there and playing with your brother. So yeah. those are probably the biggest three things. You mentioned the relationships. I mean, this Giants team finishes 6-11, and 11, but the locker room never felt fractured throughout the year. You guys stuck together as a group. It really felt like a close-knit uh, group that was ready to persevere through anything. What do you attribute that closeness to? Yeah, I really just think it's just love in this locker room. That's that's really what it is. Um, you know, even though we didn't, uh, you know, do what we wanted to do this year, um, you can just tell that we still went out there and you know gave our you know gave our all. And uh, it just starts with this, you know, the vets in this room, the leadership in this room, and um, you know we're all close. We're all close. We're all brothers, and I think that's why we persevere, you know, through things that um, you know didn't go our way. So. Uh, that, that, that just shows about our, you know, our brotherhood and you know, the relationship we have in this locker room. Coming into the season, one of the points of emphasis for this team was getting the ball down the field and pushing it down the field and getting some big plays, and it really started to click later on in the year. What do you think the biggest uh, attribute to that was? What changed and what worked 
when the ball started getting down the field? Yeah, I think we just, um, you know, just going into games, uh, I think we, we, we had that mindset of, you know, we need explosion plays. You know, we need, um, we need, we need to do something different. Uh, obviously, what we were doing at the beginning of the season wasn't working. And, you know, we got guys that can make plays downfield. Um, and, you know, just looking at our guys in the, in the receiver room, that's just what we do. And, uh, you know, it starts with the, you know, the play caller and, uh, and Calf, you know, he, 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 you know, he called great games and, um, you know, it starts with them and we just got to get it done. So I'm just proud of our, you know, receiver room and, you know, what they did this year. And, you know, hopefully we make a big jump next year. Your breakaway speed was on full display this season as well. And, you know, I talked to Darius Slayton, who at the beginning of the season, I think every receiver in the room would say that they were the fastest, but he admitted that you might be. Uh, how does it feel to hear that from your teammate? Yeah, he, he knows that. He knows that. Um, yeah, I'm definitely the probably the fastest in the receiver room, but uh, yeah, Slate knows that. Uh, but you know, at the same time, Slate is definitely fast. Uh, I think we we all seen that, you know, in plays and you know him scoring. So, and not only that, I look up to him. He's he's a he's a great great guy, you know, outside of football. And not only that, a brother inside this room, and uh, you know, he really helped me, you know, through the plays in my rookie year. You know, when I got here, I didn't know what you know what I was doing. Um, you know, he was helping me with that. So, like I said, just uh, you know, picking back what I said, just the brotherhood we have, and it just starts with that. And uh, I'm just proud to be with this room. You mentioned your rookie year, you didn't know what you were doing. What did you learn the most about being a professional in this sport? Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing I learned is, uh, you know, this is a week in, week out business. Um, you know, you can, every game's different. Uh, and, and not only that, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of games as well. And, um, you know, you got to change your mind every every week. You know, you go from playing one team and, you know, if it's winner, you know, win or loss, you know, next week is a whole completely different week. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing I learned um, just as a professional um, and just how just how you know the season went. Um, so I'll say that's probably the biggest difference. Now this will be your first off season as a pro. Last off season was quite busy, I'm sure, preparing for the draft and whatnot. But how do you approach this off season? Yeah, uh, I'm approaching a little different. Um, you know, obviously with a rookie year, I couldn't really do anything. You know, we had combine and stuff. But uh, you know, this year I'm gonna, you know, take I'm gonna take a little time off. You know, mentally and physically, and uh, you know, get right back at it. Um, and you know, uh, just get ready for next season. Um, try to get stronger. Try to get bigger when I come back. Um, and just be ready. You know, get my, get off my feet and you know let my uh, let my legs uh, heal and uh, just be ready for next year. Do you guys have plans to get together as a group in the off season? I know you've got this closeness. Uh, any any group trips for him? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, we'll talk to DJ. Uh, usually DJ sets everything. Uh, last year we did Charlotte, uh, so hopefully you know we'll see what we do this year. But you know we'll do a receiver uh, quarterback trip and. Um, you know, go out there and have fun. But at the same time, you know, we'll be working. So, um, you know, DJ will probably do the details and, you know, I'll be later on, but we'll definitely do something. Thanks so much, Jalen Hyatt, for the time. You. Thank you. I'm here with Giants left tackle Andrew Thomas. Andrew, when you look back at the 2023 Giants season, what do you going to remember? Um, just the way we fought. A lot of adversity this year. Um, it's a tough thing to overcome, but I think this team, we, we stuck together. We fought to the end. Um, had a good win to end the season. So I'll remember that. And then just the relationships that, that we built, it's going to be a lot of turnover this year, just a, a lot of free agents. We don't know who's going to be back, but made a lot of great relationships with the guys on this team. You know, you, you stick around the league long enough. You see it happens all the time, right? Mm -hmm. A team uh, is out of the playoff race and, you know, guys start to kind of mail it in a little bit, but mm -hmm. this team never did. And you mentioned that, you know, yeah. kind of ran through the tape. What was the key to this unit kind of staying so close through the ups and downs of the year? Yeah, I think it starts with the staff. Um, obviously, Dave was very competitive. Um, and then you have to find something to play for. And I think we play for the guys next to us. And I think that's important. Obviously, we weren't playing for the playoffs, but um, when you're playing for the guy next to you, you know, the franchise, um, it, it means a lot and you play harder. Speaking of the guys next to you, there were a lot of guys next to you this year. The offensive line had a lot of different combinations. Um, 
as a unit, really the only unit that has to play as one, how challenging is that for an offensive line to go through that much injury and adversity in a season? Yeah, it's difficult. Um, continuity is big for an offensive line, but we just got to find a way um, to do better when things like that happen. Um, if you look across the league, there's you know teams that, that deal with injuries as well, but they, they find a ways to to overcome it, and that's the ones that are playing, you know, late in the year. So just got to do a better job of that and a better job of staying healthy. For you personally, too, taking care of your body going into this season, I know there was a lot of anticipation. In week one, you dealt with that injury. How did you mentally overcome that hurdle to get back on the field and, and kind of push through that? Yeah, it was frustrating. Um, I had a good year last year. Um, I felt like I worked hard in the offseason. So when you have injury like that the first game, um, it's tough mentally, but I trusted in you know my teammates, my family, the training staff, and just continue to work. Tried to be the best leader I could from the sidelines, and then when I was healthy enough to play, um, just try to do my best. Now there's a lot of conversation about this offensive line's struggles yeah. this year. Yeah. The fact that this group gave up the second most sacks in NFL history. I know mm -hmm. that's not a stat that anyone's going to take For pride sure. in. Uh, when you look at something like that, how do you, as a leader, kind of build on that and persevere mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, we're not going to do this again." Um, I think the mindset is always just to get better. Um, there's so many things other just other than just the numbers as far as sacks that we look into. Um, sometimes, you know, numbers can be misleading. There's things that we want to clean up in the run game, and um, there and there might be plays you know that we protect the well that may have been a sack, and that might you know it might be coverage, it might be whatever it is, whatever the issue is technique-wise. Um, we're always looking to get better, and obviously, um, we don't want to be in the top of a category like that. Now, midway through the season, the Giants signed a familiar face around this locker room in Justin Pugh. He came straight off the couch and onto the field. What kind of a veteran spark did he provide to this group? Yeah, it was just a fresh energy I think that we needed. Um, had a lot of injuries. I was hurt at the time. Um, he came in, played well for us. Um, a veteran guy that's, that's seen a lot in this league. I mean, he's seen injuries. He's seen adversity. Um, so um, he was a great leader for us, and we needed him this year. When you approach this offseason, what are your priorities? How are you feeling and how do you stay ready and healthy for 2024? First thing is just get off my feet for a little bit, um, let my body recover, um, and then just start the rehab and prehab process, just making sure everything's fine-tuned and then um, go back to the drawing board, um, getting ready, getting stronger, getting quicker, anything I can do to be ready for next year. As close of a unit as as this whole locker room really was this year, do you guys have plans to get together in the offseason? Uh, we have plans tonight. Uh, we got rookie dinner tonight, so we got to hit uh, John Michael's pockets a little bit. That'll be fun. And, um, you know, if guys, I know a lot of guys will be up here, so we'll definitely, you know, hang out uh, when guys are around. Andrew Thomas, thanks so much for taking the time. No problem. Really good stuff there from the guys and from Madeline, giving some good insight on these players heading into the offseason. And then we'll see him again in April as they are back in the building for the strength and conditioning to prepare for 2024. That's this episode of the Giants Little Podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York football Giants. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you next time.